Hallelujah. Praise God. And I want to appreciate you that uh, uh, you have already connected in. Thank you for always, always tuning in on our radios, on our podcast platforms, even on our website. Wherever you are able to listen this message from, bless God that you have uh, connected to us. This is Pastor Dennis from uh, Kampala, Uganda. The ministry is called Freedom Experience Ministry, where we experience Christ. His word as a life imparted, a light shining, grace enjoyed, and truth realized. You see, we preach the word of God in order to define and even explain and declare this God and expresses God through His word that it may be for us to enjoy. We talked about previously how this word is God expressed uh, to be life imparted in us, to be light shining in us. Be grace enjoyed in uh, by us and even reality, which is truth realized. So uh, that was our previous episode. We are talking about the manifestation of God, and we saw that first He was manifested uh, through Jesus Christ as an individual. Then we shall continue with uh, the the other aspects in which this manifestation of God was and. Uh, that is, we are going to continue with the manifestation in the church, which is the body of Christ, as the enlarged corporate expression in the flesh. We previously saw and we have pointed out that the fullness of God is the expression of God. When God is full, it is seen, he begins to express himself. Because he's full, he is expressing himself. And we saw that according to John 1.16, the Bible says the fullness of God came with Christ. When we saw Christ, it means that God was full enough to come to express himself on earth to mankind. So, this fullness of God came with Christ, who was the embodiment of God's fullness. So, when we see Christ, we see the fullness of God. Whatever is in God was in Christ. So, with Christ... The expression of God was an individual matter. Where Christ was, God was there. When he go to Capernaum, he was in Capernaum. When he goes to Samaria, he was in Samaria. So you see, God, God was only within one individual. And this expression needs to be enlarged from an individual to a corporate expression. And this is why Jesus was so much desirous to see that he raises disciples that are going to be like him that are going to learn his doctrine and even become his doctrine that they may that he may pour himself into the many brothers praise the name of Jesus so the church is to be the enlargement the enlarged corporate expression of God in the flesh and this means that the church should be the fullness the expression of God in a corporate way Recently it was Jesus alone, but now it's no longer Jesus alone. Jesus has become and has entered into all many believers that have believed in him so that he may multiply to enlarge the, the, the expression of this God. One individual who do not like fully explain God, fully define God, fully express God. He needed many uh, abodes. And this is why uh, we come to John 14 that says that in my father's house are many abodes which some people call mansions and people used to teach that 
their mansions in heaven that their mansions in heaven whereby we shall enter each one in his mansion which was a wrong wrong understanding and the wrong interpretation of John 14 but we see that after resurrection God has received many abodes many rooms in his house praise the name of Jesus whereby he can express himself in all these rooms initially it was Jesus Christ as the the only room but after resurrection the church has been enlarged and this means that the church should be the fullness the expression of God in a corporate way in the church god is expressed not through an individual but corporately through the body of christ our ministry emphasizes the corporate ministry of the church we don't want to promote one person uh, we don't want to like be one man's show we know that christ has enlarged himself he has poured himself into all the believers so what we do is to make them see make them realize that there is a god a christ in them there is something in them that they should use to express the christ in them so because the fullness of god is embodied in the church the church is the ex- the corporate expression of the triune god when we go back to first timothy chapter 3 verses 15 and 16 it indicates that God is manifested in the church which is the body of Christ as the energy corporate expression in the flesh. Scriptures read that the house of God which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the base of truth. And he continues to say, great is the mystery of godliness who has manifested in the flesh vindicated in the spirit seen by angels preached among the nations believed on in the world and taken up in glory now here the greek word who is omitted but uh is reorganized that that is christ who was god manifested in the flesh that is the name of jesus in other words whereby you say that uh, christ uh manifested in the flesh but this Christ is the one who was manifested who was God manifested in the flesh as a mystery of godliness in other words godliness was a mystery but Christ manifested in the flesh so that it is declared to the uh, church of the living God the house of God then which is the pillar and the base of truth glory to god so that transition from the mystery to who that which was godliness as a mystery comes a who implies that christ as the manifestation of god in the flesh is the mystery of godliness remember colossians 1:27 says that the mystery is christ in you a hope of glory In Galatians 2:20 Paul was saying that I no longer live but Christ lives in me. So the mystery this mystery of godliness is the living of a proper church. And such a living is also the manifestation of God in the flesh. So these verses imply that not only Christ himself as the head 
but also the church as the body is the manifestation of God in the flesh. Initially it was Christ as the head who began by manifesting God in the flesh. But now Christ has got himself a body. So even the body is supposed to continue the under uh, to continue the manifestation of God in the in the flesh and this is the work of the church to manifest God manifest Christ when a church grows in Christ with the growth of God as Colossians 2:19 says we should grow the growth of God you see for the church to grow with the growth of God it means that it starts with the teachings the church receives because we cannot grow into the one in whom we are not eating we are not being taught so the church grows grows in Christ with the growth of God Colossians 2:19 it will begin to function as the house and household of the living God or his move on earth and as the supporting pillar and holding base of the truth bearing the divine reality of Christ and his body as the testimony of the world hallelujah so that we see that here the church then becomes a const- the, the continuation of Christ's manifestation of God in the flesh and this is the great mystery of godliness Christ lived out of the church as the manifestation of God in the flesh. The church is supposed to continue to manifest the God that is already revealed in Christ. The work of the church is to manifest. Hallelujah. So 1 John 3.15 has told us the word, has used the word house. And the Greek word for house is translated household 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 meaning the family the family of God is the house of God the house and the household one thing this is the assembly of believers Ephesians 2.19 says that uh, when it talks about this building coming the household 2.19 says that now Therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. Praise the name of Jesus. Yet Hebrews 3.6 says, Hebrews 3.6, it says that, But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we? If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. So we see that, House and household are one thing. The reality of this house as the dwelling place of the living God is in our spirit. And Ephesians 2.22 continues to say about this reality. Ephesians says in chapter 2 verses 22, the other time we read verses 19, the last verse 22 it says that in whom you also are builded together for the habitation of God through the spirit so the reality of this house as the dwelling place of the living God is in our spirit we need to live in our spirit so that God can be manifested in the in this house 
as the living God. When we believers live in the flesh, when we live in ourselves, we cannot manifest living God. And we cannot be the house of the living God. The, the, the living God until we live in the spirit because the reality of the house is the dwelling place of the living God is in our spirit. We cannot say that the church built is, the way, is where God is dwelling. No. God dwells within us in our spirit and when we live in the spirit when we gather together while living in the spirit walking in the spirit then the manifestation of this living God is going to be seen. The church as the house and household of the living God, the Bible has told us, is the pillar. Is the pillar uh, and the base of truth. The pillar, the work of the pillar is to support the building. And the base holds the pillar. So when the Bible says the church is the pillar, the base of truth. You know that the pillar supports the building whereas the base holds the pillar. Base is like the ground. So the church is the is such a supporting pillar and the holding base of truth. If you are looking for truth you should be in church. You should go in church because the church supports uh, is a supporting pillar and base of truth. And that truth is the reality. Truth is the reality that is referring to the real things. The real things which are revealed in the New Testament, in the Bible, concerning Christ and the church according to God's New Testament economy, according to God's New Testament plan. So if you want to find those truths, you should go to the church. You can't be outside church and you think you will know to the things that have been revealed in the Bible. The things that have been revealed concerning Christ and the church according to the New Testament plan of God. So, this economy, this plan is composed of Christ as the mystery of God. This is what Colossians 2.2 talks about. Praise the name of Jesus. Whereby he says that their hearts might be comforted being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. So we should come to such an understanding because Christ is the composition of the entire New Testament. So, we have seen that this economy, the New Testament plan, when we talk about the New Testament plan, I'm talking about the 27 books in the Bible. What is this plan that God has revealed? The entire New Testament is composed of Christ as the mystery of God. As we have seen Colossians 2.2. And also it composes the church as the mystery of Christ. As we are going to read Ephesians 3.4. That means that as we are in Coming to the scriptures in the New Testament, we see two mysteries that are supposed to be revealed and declared, which is Christ and also the church. Praise the name of Jesus. So the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 4, whereby when you read, you may understand 
my full my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Now here Paul was revealing the church being the mystery of Christ. But in Ephesians he was revealing Christ as the mystery of God and even in Colossians. Praise the name of Jesus. So in the New Testament plan there are two mysteries that have been revealed. Number one is Christ, the mystery of God. Number two is the church, the mystery of Christ. So Christ and the church that means the head and the body are the contents of the reality of God's New Testament plan, the 27 books. Praise the name of the Lord. So we see that the church as the house and household of the living God is both the pillar which bears the truth, the reality of God's New Testament economy. And it is the base which holds this pillar, the church is that house and household is the name of the Lord so as as a church is the continuation and such a church is the continuation the enlargement and the expression of God manifested in the flesh the church is still showing this manifestation we express it that's why ministers of God have got to do one thing to manifest Christ using the very gifts and the word of God that he has given to them. These are for manifesting Christ. They are not for other things. We are manifesting Christ. This manifestation of God is the church as the house of God and the pillar and the base of truth. Praise the name of the Lord. So the church is then the increase. The church is the enlargement. The church is enlargement of the manifestation of God in the flesh. Initially it was in Christ only, but now the church has come the full manifestation in a corporate way. This is God manifested in the flesh in a wider way. Now God can be expressed globally. Where there is the church, there is God's manifestation. And this is according to God's plan. This is the New Testament principle of incarnation, which is God manifested in the flesh. Still we are in the flesh. We are still living in our flesh. But thank God, we believers have received God. So we are to take on the work of Jesus Christ. When Jesus was made flesh, it was to manifest his Father. When we in the flesh believe in Jesus Christ, we manifest this Christ. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So, the principle of the New Testament, the principle the New Testament principle of incarnation is God manifested in the flesh. That means that this principle must continue in us every day to manifest, to express, to define, to declare, to explain this God, the triune God. You have seen in 1 Timothy 3.16, it begins with the word and confessedly. It says confessedly. Without, it says without controversy. Praise the name Jesus. It says, without controversy, confessedly, great is the mystery of godliness. Now, they are using here the word and as a conjunction. This indicates that the speaking about the church in verse 15, which is the household, use the word and in verse 16, show you that verse 15 is not finished. 
So we see that the church is something even more than the house of the living God, the pillar and the base of the truth. The church is also the mystery of godliness. Praise the name of Jesus. According to the context of verse 15, verse 16, godliness refers to the living of God in the church. That is, God as life lived out in the church to be expressed. So when you talk about godliness, it refers living of God. We live out God in the church and that is godliness. When you live out God, it is godliness. So the church must live out God that this mystery of godliness is seen in the church that God is our life lived out in the church to be expressed. So the church life when we talk about church life church life is the expression of God. The church should exist and live to express God. Both Christ and the church which is the head and the body are the mystery of godliness expressing God in the flesh. This is the work of the church today. And once we do this we are going to uh, God is going to be um, like pleased praise the name of Jesus. God is going to be pleased because the church is living out uh, Christ in his um, expression praise the name of Jesus. So you see that today we, we have seen that the church is another expression of God that is in a corporate way. The body of Christ. This is why Christ needed a body is to express himself best. To express himself in even a clear and better way. And that's why when you come to church, which is the body of Christ, you find members, individual believers, have become part of the body. Members of the body. When you see the body, the expression of the body is seen in the parts of the body. The body cannot express itself if there is no part. In fact, there cannot be a body where there are no parts. So the believers become the parts that make up the body, which is the church. But each part has given a proportion of faith, has been given a measure of faith, and even a measure, and even grace has been apportioned to each one of us. You see that we express God to our best. I'm trying to use my my portion that God gave me. See that I express God. I express Christ. You should try to use your your uh, your portion of grace. God put in you to express Christ. If the entire church come to the, comes to this reality, in the end we shall see the full expression of God. We have got diverse gifts and graces. But if we participate in these graces, as Ephesians says that when each joint supplies each part is supplying according to what it is given. Then we shall see God. Because someone will come with uh, a prophetic word, another one with a word of faith, another one with a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, another one with a teaching, another one with a, a, a healing, another one with uh, miracles. See? Uh, 
they will begin to express God should love this truth. Praise the name of Jesus. So, as a church, we have been called to express God in a corporate way. This is why as Timothy Paul says, the church is the household. The church is the household, which is the church. He says the household, the house of God, which is the church of the living God. And I've told you, the church cannot be the church of the living God when individual believers are not living out God. What we have called godliness is the name of Jesus. So because the church is the pillar, I've told you the pillar supports the, the, the house. But the church has got to the base, which is the truth. Truth holds the pillar. Is the name of Jesus. The base holds the pillar. But we have seen that this church, which is the household of God, that has got truth. Is the name of Jesus. The pillar and the base of truth. The church is where you find the reality about God. And they have said that this church is also carrying the mystery of godliness. The God who was manifested in the flesh in the days of Christ was vindicated in the spirit. This is when Christ was crucified and died and resurrected. Now, still this God was now vindicated in the spirit because the Lord is that spirit. And this spirit enters into all of us, the believers, that we may continue the vindication of God, the mystery of godliness. There, God is in us as the spirit. We may continue to express him when Jesus resurrected, he was seen by angels as he was being received back in heaven. But the same Jesus was preached among nations and we believed. We believed. And when we believed, then this is going to lead to glory. So when you look into these verses we have talked about and uh, we have been now emphasizing the church uh, we being the operate expression of, of God, we have talked about a mystery of godliness is the living of a proper church. What we call church life is to live out God. If you are in church and you are not living out God, you are living out by yourself, we will not see God. We will not see the manifestation. So it is time that it is high time that we all of us believers come to this realization. I've told you that when a church grows in Christ with the growth of God, it begins to function as the house and the household of the living God. Oh, his move. God still wants to move on earth. He moves within the house. He moves within the church. Because within the church, they are members, believers that are living out God. So God is going to move on earth. And the church is going to be the supporting pillar and the holding base of the truth while God is moving. The church will be bearing the divine reality of Christ. When you come to church, you are supposed to see Christ in word and Christ in deeds, in actions, and Christ in power. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, this is his body. This is the body of Christ as the testimony 
to the world the world must look unto us the church they get saved when the church becomes the building up of Christ or the continuation of Christ and Christ's manifestation of God the flesh then is is the great mystery of godliness Christ lived out of the church as the manifestation of God in the flesh now when you look into these points we have talked about today you begin to find out the the the, the reason as to why we should fellowship reason as to why we should be part of body of Christ the reason as to why you should belong to a church is because God is still manifesting himself so i want to stop here i know that you cannot take it um taking everything in uh at once but you will keep on listening and even following so that we may uh go together i am pastor dennis freedom experience ministry until some other time uh, be blessed